Hi, you're watching Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media on all of our platforms. I am Mike Morales, CEO of this wonderful company here in San Antonio. That young man is... Hello, I'm Felipe Tejerida, and I'm in England, sunny UK. Yeah, the sunny UK. I can see it's uh, rather sunny out near the curtain in your back there. It looks, uh, the sun yeah. is still out. <laughs> That's <laughs> only for about the next half hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Felipe and I have the distinction of being the first, the first couple of tasters to be able to taste a new product that is coming into the United States. It's it's fairly available in the UK, probably. Um, uh, this is being imported by a company called Novel Spirits, in uh, based in the UK and also in the United States. Uh, we'll talk more about them in a second, but I'm really excited because Felipe and I, this is our first Bacanora. This is our first Bacanora that, that, uh, that we're tasting, and it is called Pascola. Uh, as you can see, for those of you who can see on my screen, lots of nice shiny bubbles. This is a new product for those of you who are unfamiliar with Bacanora. This is coming directly from the state of Sonora in Mexico. It does have a denomination of origin. And um, as, as mezcal can be made from several different, this is technically considered a mezcal, but it does have its own mm. denomination of origin. So it is a Bacanora. Just like Sotol is Sotol out of Chihuahua and Durango. This one uh, is primarily uh, in Sonora. And it is, uh, I believe, the plant that it's made is made out of one specific plant. And according to the information that I have here from Novel Spirits, they were really nice enough to uh, send us some, send me some information on the uh, on the history of Bacanora, and I'll just I'll just read you some of this stuff. As you can see, it's rather pristine. the The bottle is is uh, you can see the Mexican stamp on there. Um, Felipe, uh, the the company is based the import company is based in the UK, so we wanted Felipe to uh, make sure that he was. And I know he has a a a a, a flavor a, a taste for for mezcal. And, and some really fine tequilas. So I thought, hey, this is the guy that needs to taste this with us. So, so thank you very much. This is hey, well, thank you because this is the first time that on Tequila Aficionado for our sipping off the cup that we are tasting a Bacanora. Now, here's the deal: we know that there's some unrest going on uh, in the mezcal industry. We also know that the tequila industry is going through some uh, crisis. Where the agave crisis, and and if you think that it's not a big deal, I just received an email from from a, a, a wonderful brand that said that they're going to have to hold off on any kind of promotions because of this crisis. They're hoping that prices settle down. So tequila and mezcal are in, are in trouble. That means this, you know, uh, as uh, as consumers, we're going to be looking for the next best thing because. We're, we're kind of tired of the cookie cutter tequila flavors that are out there. So these folks, I think, are on the cutting edge. My understanding is that they're hoping to roll out uh, in the United States somewhere uh, either June or July officially. Felipe, um, have you seen this this Pascola on the market at all? Have you seen it in any stores? I've not seen it. There's not really much, um, even tequila on the shelf, unless you go to specific shops mainly in london is where i've seen them but online no 
There's a couple of things, uh, the Mex Mexican grocer, that kind of thing that usually turn up at the Tequila Fest in Brick Lane. Right. They've got a couple of uh, Bacanoras on there okay. with the Blanco. I've definitely got the Blanco on there because I checked it up the other day. And I think that was going for around about 80, 80 pounds, 80 pounds sterling. So that's, I don't know, I don't know what the price is going to be in the U, in the US, but that translates to, I don't know, $100? Uh, possibly, you know, I, I'm not sure how, uh, I, I would imagine that this is a, uh, let me give you some background on this, on this stuff. This is, uh, this line Pascola, uh, first of all, is made from, um, the, uh, the agave that is used for, um, uh, it's called, it's 100% Pacifica agave is what they're calling it. There is a, uh, it it does have a uh, uh, it does have a um, uh, an official name as well. It, it does have a, a, a genus. Uh, I had um I did look through on the website and I found uh, Ungustifolia Hall. Yes, Augustifolia, and, and that's in yeah. fact that's where it's in. It's in I believe it's in one of these cards. There it is. Um, they also sent us some of these cards, which uh, I don't know who wrote this, but the well, it sounds like it's been um, it sounds like it's been uh, uh, translated roughly. Let's put it that way. It's in English, <laughs> but it could be better. Anyway, uh, it is uh, a mezcal, and it's a, a agave variety grown in the state of Sonora uh, that can legally be called uh, uh, bacanora. And I guess it was illegal until 1992. Yeah, well, I found that quite yeah. stunning that it had been outlawed um, for nearly 100 years, isn't it? 1915, when I was looking through it, it was banned up. You could be hung for producing it. Oh, my God. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a 300-year-old. Yeah, when I look through on that. Yeah. Uh, Vivipara L. And I'm not even sure that that is the official word for it. There's a couple of words for. Um, what did you say it was? Augusta, Augustifolia? Ha. H A W, isn't it? Oh, yeah. H A W, yeah. Okay. So that is what is. Or they call it Pacifica agave, I guess. And uh, regardless, it is the. Uh, it's the official plant. Um, that uh, in which Bacanora can be made and as you can see the state of Sonora is a rather big state so uh, all of that all of that is uh, available um, as far as information goes but um, anyway they uh, according to the history it was a prohibition style in 1915 it was it was outlawed or banned and then um, <laughs> The plant itself takes about six to seven years to mature before it becomes usable. Yep. And in 2005, it acquired its denomination of origin. Uh, so it is now considered legal. And yep. this particular this particular line is being, my understanding is, and I'm, and I'm hoping that this is correct, it sounds like it's being curated and discovered by a... Uh, a 46-year-old mother of three, who is a, um, a, a an engineer, an industrial systems engineer, and um, also a, uh, uh, I think she owns a master's in, in uh, agro, 
uh, um, agribusiness administration. So uh, I think that she is sourcing and curating mm -hmm. this line. I'm not sure. I understand that this the Novel Spirits, who's the importer, will be bringing up more Bacanoras because you can, you can follow them on Instagram also, and you can follow them on their Facebook page. They they're consistently posting pictures of the stuff that they're that they're discovering. But this is their first line that will be uh, yeah. introducing into the U.S. and hopefully. Uh, the UK, and we're we're lucky enough to have it here tonight. So, Felipe and I are just gonna pour this sucker. As you can see, I love the bubbles on this thing. Um, uh, Felipe has just recently popped his cork uh, on yep. his. I I have. Well, I I've tried. You know, the only to be honest, the only bacanora I've ever had was a was a creamed bacanora. Uh, back in Las Vegas, believe it or not, and I forgot I forget which brand it was that had that, but um, in any case, I'm using my Stossel Harito tumbler. You will be using the Glencairn. Yeah, the Glencairn. Uh, and just, just uh, by the way, I will be sending you out a set of these glasses as well. I just have to figure out which would be the most cost-effective way besides having to fly over and bring these two glasses to I'll you. fly over. I'll put the, pull the sofa bed out. Well, you know, we're, we are planning a UK, uh, a UK uh, uh, tour, uh, possibly not, not uh, the following year, but the year uh, after, I believe. And so sooner or later, you and I are going to be sitting side by side and we'll be, uh, we'll be tasting oh, yeah. some, some stuff together. Yeah. But, uh, Every night. <laughs> yeah. In the meantime, um, this is rather pristine. This this is a considered a, they're calling it a silver. Yeah. Uh, un, unlike what uh, what mescal is called a joven, um, we don't see any of the same uh, nomenclature um, when it comes to bacanora, and that's okay. That's all right. It's 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 almost like a, like sotol. You know, they have the, its own its own jargon. And, yeah. Uh, what are we getting as far as as far as notes? It's just um, a very mild smoke, isn't it? Yeah, it, it was um, it was more intense earlier on, but now that I've been through part of the bottle, it's it's yeah. tamed itself. This, the, you know, you you'll notice if you buy a fresh bottle, you may or may not get that intense smokiness that that most people uh, uh, most people refer to when they have mescal. Mm. And I, I don't know much about the process, honestly. Um, I, I I'm not sure. Like I said, most of our information is is rather vague. Uh, but because of the smoke, I'm going to say that the the process is is, is more akin to uh, to mescal. Uh, it is after maturing yeah. in mountains the. The, the agave uh, is wild harvested by hand and packed out of the mountains by burrows and then slowly roasted in brick and rock-lined ovens. So that's, mm -hmm. that's what they're telling us. So um, I'm, it, the smokiness is, is almost, it's almost as if they're doing it underground, though. I mean, it, yeah, I, I, went, I went through the website and I, I could only get onto, I couldn't get a translation of the site. So I've got a very remedial kind of Spanish. Okay. But what I could, what I could get from it was that um, it was a, obviously a couple, it's a couple of days, but the, 
The oven is lined with a uh, mesquite charcoal. Right. Mesquite. I, I mean, I don't know, I don't know a great deal about the uh, process the, for mesquite. It's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then after three days, or the third day, the cores are removed. Because I'm pretty sure I found somewhere that they took some part out and got the sugars from one part of the production and then mixed it all back in for the fermentation later on. Well, um, the, well they, they might they might throw in the fibers into the into the fermentation yes. tanks, and and that would that would mean that it was it, it's I can tell you right now the smell. I, I get smoke, but I also get a fruitiness from the plant. The the smoke and the fruitiness are almost uh, going hand in hand. So, um, yeah. you you may have to dig through the smoke to get some of the plant, but it's almost like a nut, like a sweet nut to it. I can. Yeah. Wow. Quite nice. It is. Okay. Uh, it's very reminiscent of, of uh, the first original mezcals that we were tasting when mezcal was first coming on board. Stuff that, that Del Maguey would bring. This is at a at a higher ABV. This is at forty two ABV, so it's uh, eighty four proof, and uh, it's not as you know. I'm I'm wondering what this would taste like at a, at even higher ABVs, like forty five. You know, um, yeah. The other ones are they're all they're all pretty much yeah they're all forty two percent aren't they? They're all forty two. There's there's a definite um, uh, like a like a caramelized or or um, maybe a, a a charcoal or caramelized agave. Mm -hmm. it, it it's it's got a very rustic nose to it. Well, that's not bad considering it's such a clear spirit to have that because the smoke is quite promising so my, my scales are the, the smoke is going to be prominent but yeah uh, it's not an overpowering it's not an overpowering smoke at all is it no 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 and 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 the legs and tears you can tell it's just it's just plant and the process yeah. and whoever the hands of the maker is like i said this these are if I'm reading this correctly, uh, uh, her name is Adriana Torres, and she is uh, uh, Adriana Torres de la Huerta, and she is the curator, I believe, of Pascola. And uh, there's more information on her background that I'm not going to go into because that, that would just take up a little, a little bit too much more time. But uh, I, I like where she's headed with this. Boy, I tell you what, if you, if you, if you clear the smoke a little bit like that, you get almost mm. all fruit. All plant, and it's it's a very fruity smelling plant. I, I want to say like a like a mango or a papaya or a. Yeah, I'd go for. I wouldn't say mango, but it's got that kind of. Definitely the papaya. Yeah. For that, it's almost like a. You know how papaya can be kind of waxy when, with the taste. Oh, we've been eating the right fruit, fruit yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, hey, let's yeah. just dive in. Let's, let's, see, let's see what we got. Shot.
good smoke on the retro nasal. Now I can definitely taste the fruit in that now. Yeah. As compared to the smoke, the, the nose on it. Yeah, the the smoke is really more prominent uh, on the nose than it is on the on the flavor. Although, uh, I'll be honest, I've I've had some of this. I've had about a third of the bottle because, like I say, it's this is primarily my first Bacanora, and I have some I have some um, some guidelines to be able to to base my opinions on, and my my you know uh, obviously some early mescals and some higher proof mescals and. And so tall, of course. But um, what I noticed was the more I had, the more the more glassfuls I've had I had throughout an evening, the more the smoke clung to your palate, almost like when you have a cigar. You know how you know when you go through a cigar, you get you know you get that smoke taste, and and so it's always good to to you know that's why I, I like having you know coffee with my cigars or. Or a good, uh, you know, a robust añejo, and um, but the more we, uh, the more bacanora I had, the more the smoke clung to my palate, and that okay. was, that would be the only side effect I think, you know, if you were to call it that, on your palate. That that's it, you know, that's the only coating. I, I and I think it's designed that way. It's just the process is like that. There's a nice um, kind of oaky hit on the back of the throat to start with, but that that dissipates pretty quick, doesn't it? So um, it's the mesquite, uh, I think. Mm -hmm. It's the wood that they're using, I think. Um, there's a there's a I bit of used to that. the tail end. I could get used to that. That's Th this would be fun with a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now you've mentioned it. <laughs> All right, well, there you go. See, <laughs> at the moment, I've, I've got hold of a box of uh, Monte Cristo Edmundos, so, so oh I've just my, been, oh my God. I've been having a few of those. Wow. <laughs> just, uh, yeah, everything goes with one of those. I, you know, I'm really digging this. And you know, what kind of finish do we have? It's almost like a short to medium finish. It's not. It's not rather long, like some of the mescals I've had. You get that warm fuzzy all the way down. No. I'm not getting that. It doesn't hang around, does it? So. No. The smoke is is probably the only thing that hangs around the most. Hmm. Um, I'm thinking that this would be a great in a cocktail. It would really stand up. You could float it on hmm. your margarita like you would. I remember. Um, when mescals were first a, a, deal, a, a big deal, people would say, well, what do I do with it? You know, do I put it in mm. a cocktail? Everybody said, well, just, just float it on your margarita. You know, and, and that's how it became more and more acceptable in cocktails. This is, this is again, to, you know, this is the ground floor. They're, they're really on the ground floor of something yeah. really beautiful in, in the States. Uh, I, think, uh, I think there's a bright future for, mm. for the spirit. See, I've not had Bacanoras before, but if there's going to be a, a tequila shortage, then this could be the one that um, I would lean over to. Because uh, I don't like it. Um, I'm not too keen on when the smoke is really, really overpowering. Yeah. Um, that's 
it's just not my thing. But that, as a base level, that that's quite good because like the smoke, yeah, it does it does. You taste it's more, of more of the nose, yeah. But once it's gone, you've got quite a. Every time I want to say say fruity, I think of citrus, but it's not a citrus fruit that comes through. It's um, no. it's almost floral as well. But well, yeah, there are, there are some floral mm. notes on on the nose, but but it's so slight that the smoke just kind of the smoke overpowers the the, the floral, um, and and that could be again that's part of the process. Mm. Uh, you really. That's one of those things you have to really spend. You have to spend time with the spirit, I think, to be able to pull a lot of it, a lot of stuff out of it. It's like any other mezcal. Really, if you spend time with it, you know, they, they haven't been able to pattern, um, you know, all the scents and aromas and, and flavors from, from mezcal. It, it has way more than the tequila does. Yeah. Um, but, you know, people are... People are, are 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 not. They're tired, you know, of being of having the dumbed down, you know, flavor profiles of some tequilas. And if you're looking for something, this is definitely a, a rustico, a rustic, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, maybe even ancestral. Uh, if I were to use the the category divisions in in mezcal, where they have rustico, they have ancestral, they have uh, uh, artisanal. This one kind of fits all that because it really does taste and taste authentic. I, I mean, you know, so what do you think? Mm. What would you do with it? What do, would you would you play with it in a cocktail? I, I, I really I'm not really I'm not really one for cocktails. I'm not a really big cocktail drinker. I mean, I, I'll have a, I tend to drink things straight. Mm -hmm. I mean, rum I'll put I'll mix um, whiskeys I'll mix, but I'm not a big whiskey drinker anyway. Um, tequilas, I'll guarantee I'll just drink everything. So, I mean, what I'll put in, I'll, a chunk of ice and maybe some cucumber every now and then. But I do like having a chunk of ice with, with it. I mean, uh, people frown at me for that, but... No, no. I, I, cocktail I wonder, wise, I wonder what mm. ice would do to this thing. I wonder if it would open up even more or if it would tone down the smoke. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure what... You know, I haven't played it around with the spirit long enough. It would be interesting because obviously there's some whiskies, isn't there, that you're meant to have a drop of water. My yes. dad's a whiskey drinker. Yes. And it, he'll say, do you want some water in it? And I go, well, how am I meant to drink it? Because you know, normally I'll just have it straight from the bottle. Yeah, yeah. Don't even give me a glass. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, he'll put a, I'll have a bit and then he'll take the glass away and he'll put a bit of water in it. He says, give it a minute. And he'll drink it and he'll go, that's, uh, that's quite different. So like, I'd be intrigued, intrigued with a, just a little bit of a drop in there. Yeah. Goes, but yeah, I think that's a good starting point. I do too. I, I think I think this is a great uh, experiment. You know, it's definitely worthy of of finding, tasting. It's not unlike some mescals that you've had. It may even be less intense. Um, you know, because of course every every agave plant that there is has has different characteristics, and 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 I'm sure that the other bacanoras that the that novel spirits is planning on on introducing to the markets. Um, will have different flavor profiles because it must be very similar to uh, to mezcal's. You know, not only is it the altitude, the plant, the hand yeah. of the maker. There's you know the process. There's a lot of things that influence the final outcome. Um, but what I like this man. This is this is really good stuff. Yeah, I'm in, I'm impressed. Like I said, I've never had them before. I've had mezcal's and 
sottles and stuff and things, but I've not had a bacchanora, so. Well, I think yeah, I wasn't too sure. I mean, that was the first time I've had it. I mean, I know you, you've gone through a, a bottle of it, but I thought I'd just leave it to so you just get that first uh, impression from it. But yeah, yeah, I'm. I can be I can be persuaded with that. <laughs> well, you know, it it's interesting because I started thinking to myself as, as I as I went through the the line in the last few days, is I, I'd be interested now that we've been introduced to Bacanora, I'd be interested to taste. You know the different variations, like at yeah. a higher at a higher alcohol level, if that's if that's even possible, like forty five ABV. Mm. Um, I'd like to know what other other. Um, uh, 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 I'm not even sure what they call them. What other vinatas? I think they I think the mm. sotols are called vinatas and not not palenques or distilleries. Um, it'd be interesting to see what the other makers have come up with and how they how their process differs in the final outcome you know i i want to mm. i want to know more let's put it that way i've been introduced now and i'm kind of hooked and i, I yeah, want to know more i am kind of intrigued with that that's something i would um i'll look more into you know it's just it's, it's not one you know it could have been a case of oh no that's just really not me and, and that would be that would be the end of that for me but that is just that's nice that's a it's warm. I've still got um, not not really an aftertaste. It's almost like a, a palate freshener. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm done. It's like okay. Well, I'm ready. What's next? What's going? Do you know? It's, it's yeah. It's like it's a bring out the soup. Well, before know, the main. The funny thing is, it's a you know most they say most clear spirits are are aperitifs. You know, they they open mm. up your appetite, and that's true with this. You get the munchies. But here's the thing. Before we before we sign off and we go back we go into what the reposado will do, I've been to a third of this bottle in one night. Okay, no buzz. I I'm telling you, there are some tequilas and some mezcals that will you know that that you you don't need to go through a whole lot, but mm. this stuff is so clean that the only thing I get are the munchies. I get hungry, <laughs> you know. And I and it, truth be told, I I've had these after dinner, you know. Uh, and um, but there's no buzz. I, I don't understand no. the 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 why that's not the case. Because there are some mescals, even on a full stomach, you know, you get a little bit of a buzz. You, you know what I'm talking about? A nice, yeah, pleasant, yeah, yeah, a nice pleasant buzz. I got nothing, and it's consistent. So this stuff is so clean that <laughs> it's just well, you know challenge accepted. Okay. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> well, before you do that, um, why don't we, why don't we say I got it? I got to do it. Brand a promise nominee in the Bacanora category. I, I think this yeah. is, I think there's a beautiful spirit. I, I want to know more about it. Now that I've now that I've it, it, this one's this one's uh, uh, pas, uh, let me get the name Pascola Bacanora, and this is being curated by uh, a Adriana Torres de la Huerta. Uh, and brought to you by Novel Spirits uh, out of the UK and the United States. So uh, thank you to those folks. They will be rolling out. By the time you folks see this video, they will have rolled out officially. And uh, But Felipe and I are be back in, shortly because we are going to go through the, uh, the Reposado and the Añejo shortly. That's our take on Pascola. I'm Mike Morales here in San Antonio, and that gentleman is... Felipe Tejerida.
<laughs> You've been watching Sitting <laughs> Off the Cuff on all of our platforms on Tequila Fish and Auto Media and everywhere else. If you're watching us on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe. You can also catch all of our uh, latest videos on audio on your Alexa app. Yep, see, mine just turned on. So you'll be hearing <laughs> you'll be hearing Felipe on Alexa here shortly too. Whatever you do, tomar sabiamente. Sip wisely. <laughs> That's your line, pal. <laughs> oh, sip wisely. I'm Mike Morales. I'm CEO of Tequila Aficionado Media. And I just wanted to thank you for watching Sipping Off the Cuff. We love doing these reviews for you. Now, if you're an Agave Spirits brand owner and you're watching this, there are three things that I'd like to talk to you about. Number one, if you'd like us to review your Agave Spirit on Sipping Off the Cuff, just send me an email. Mike at tequilaaficionado.com. It won't cost you a dime, and I promise you'll get an honest review. Number two, if your brand has been nominated, past or present, as a brand of promise, we can help you promote your brand effectively and affordably over on the tequila PR side of things. Just email me, Mike at tequilapr.com. And number three, if your brand has ever been a brand of promise nominee or a winner, you automatically qualify with us or to go with us on our next promotional tequila tour. So shoot me an email, tours at tequilaficionado.com, and I'll send you all the details on our upcoming tequila tour. That's it. Thanks again for watching. Sip wisely.